Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episodes will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to another transformative episode of Healthy Mind Healthy Life. I'm your host Avik and today we have the pleasure of hosting a true powerhouse in the realm of personal development and the mindset mastery. So, yes, I'm talking about the founder of Snape Life. Yes, Christopher Snape. Welcome to the show Christopher. Thank you Avik. Thank you for having me here. Lovely, lovely. So, Christopher, like before we start our conversation, I would love to mention this to all of our listeners that uh, Christopher is on a mission to empower the individuals to break through the limitations and unlock their full potential. So, with a dynamic blend of expertise in the personal development, mindset cultivation, and a rich tapestry of the life experiences, he brings a unique perspective to the level. So. in the world of self improvement he believes it's not about how but the who so becoming the best version of yourself is not just a personal journey it's a gift to those around you so his passion for this philosophy is evident in his work and the impactful changes he helps people make in their lives so as a life coach uh, specializing in the personal development and the mindset training his journey extends beyond the theory so it delves into the intricacies of uh, real life experiences so from navigating the complexities of relationships uh, including divorce uh, long distance uh, single parenting to his ventures in the real estate and the business world so christopher's insights resonate with the diverse audiences so uh today we will explore the intersection of the personal development mindset mastery and the valuable lessons christopher's has learned along the way so join us in crafting an episode that leaves you inspired and eager for more so without further ado let's dive into the world of uh, snape life with one and only christopher snape welcome to the show christopher Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. So here we are, hey. Yeah. Personal yeah. development and and lifestyle. Really, how do you want to live your life? That's that's the question that we all ask ourselves. Yeah. So, uh, on this definitely, like, uh, to start with, if you can share a bit more about your personal journey and what actually led you to become so deeply involved in the personal development. and the uh mindset mindset mastery yeah well i mean i've always been involved i've always loved the mind the human mind and how it works and i've always 
wanted to delve deeper into it. I was involved in hypnosis and mind mind control and NLP and all that sort of stuff. And I and I really researched all of that and and I loved how how the human mind can in a way be played and how easily it can be played. And then that led to me questioning how is that possible that we can actually be you know swayed to do one thing or the other without even realizing that we're we're doing that uh so that led me to you know to investigate the depths within thought and where does thought come from and then what happens after you have a thought you know what does it lead to and then what does that lead to after that and how do we come up with that initially uh lots of adversities you know everyone goes through different adversities in their life i've been through many ups and downs uh, i've been through divorce coping with you know single parenthood with two young children finding myself in a long distance relationship 14 and a half thousand kilometers apart with with my two young kids you know things that never never would have i imagined i would have come up against but i did and it was the diving into that uh that that allowed me to expand who i was but also at the same time through all of that really discover how i was in terms of yeah. how did i get through that what did i do to get myself to where i am today what did i do with my mind how did i actually do that because when you're going through that deep emotional state of that sort of adversity if if I, if we're talking about the divorce you know it comes to you well it came to me you know like a slap in the face i i never never was expecting it so so at the time it it really knocked me flat and there was things that i did that that now i understand how it worked and what i actually did to get myself out of it which led to me literally manifesting my my dream girl my dream who is now my wife you know and that just came from words on a on a piece of paper so one thing led to the other and while whilst i at the time thought it was the most incredibly hard thing to come against you know that that change in life that that adversity that i was up against it was the most amazingly growthful powerful thing that i'd ever actually been involved in and when you're there you don't see it but when you're a step away from it you can then look back and say you know what that created who i am now and how grateful am i to have have existed and have gone through that to learn and expand you know during that time so that was sort of a quick background of what got me to here and got me to investigating more about thought because thought creates everything you know everything that we see in our physical world everything that we feel every action and reaction that we do and that we see other people do all starts with thought and and of recent i've been discovering there's even more than that it goes deeper there's like a pre-thought as well before we consciously have our thought 
but that's a whole nother another realm to jump into but it's it's just fascinates me how how we all go through it we've all been subcon we've all got our subconscious things that happen to our bodies that happens to our minds that that we react to you know if we're in a in a partnership situation married or or have a boyfriend girlfriend or whatever it happens to be even in a business relationship you know you find yourself you might react to something somebody said or a situation that you're in but before you react you realize that there's actually a thought that happened and then there's a feeling that happened and then you reacted and all of that stuff happens subconsciously without you even realizing it and when you can really hone in and see the thoughts and the feelings and then the reactions you can basically make them all disappear because you can stop that subconscious programming you can basically reprogram yourself and then those things don't happen anymore because you tell the thought you tell them where to go instead of them just doing it how they think they should go wow that's really lovely so uh, what in your view uh is the essence of the mindset mastery and how can it empower the individuals in their personal and the professional lives well it 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 can empower you in every area of your life personal area whether or not be relationship business finance any area you find yourself in within your own world within your own life within your lifestyle you know your mindset your thoughts have created everything in front of you so if you're not happy with what you're seeing then that's because you have created that you can't put that on to anybody else and all of that creation mm. essentially has come from the moment we're born we don't know anything we have a blank canvas mind we don't know what what a pen is right we don't know this thing this could be the most incredibly powerful thing that ever existed in this universe but then we're taught it to pen and what does it do it writes so we're sub we're programmed from the moment we're born from the doctors from the parents from the friends the family the people around us the environment we're in every single thing that happens to us with us while we're in it and around it that goes into our mind that creates the person that we essentially believe we are so all of this stuff that happens along the way and we're talking about emotional things that happen you know you might you might be afraid of water or spiders or or whatever it happens to be and all of that has happened because of an experience you've had because of a, a deep emotion that you've had and now you've connected that to it now when we get to say our stage right now in this very moment yeah. we believe that we are this person that is afraid of these things that likes these things but essentially we're made up of subconscious thoughts that have been programmed into us and we aren't actually who we truly are because like i said from the moment we're born we are programmed into believing that this is the way it is and a simple example of that is when when we're born and when we are growing up the the majority of us are taught to see sales to see things that are, are cheap over here let's go grab that because that's the way you know it's better to buy 
you know, something that's on sale over here, wait for the sales to come up, you know, look for all these things that are cheaper that aren't necessarily what you desire, but they're cheaper. So as a subconscious program, as a program for you during your entire existence, you're programmed to believe that what you deserve is the cheapest thing on the bottom shelf. Instead of being programmed in such a way that you want the best thing, doesn't matter of the cost, if you want it, you go and get it because it's not about the need, it's about the want. Mm. Imagine if we were programmed, if we were told from the moment that we were born not to look for those cheap and nasty things but to look for those most incredible, amazing objects that we we all desire at some point in our time. Mm. We would grow up with a complete different mindset and that's what I teach what I do is people come to me when they're full of thought and they, they don't know which way to go and you know, they might, might lie down in bed at nighttime and just things go over and over and over, you know, and they're never living presently. You know, they're always living in past present moments or future present moments, which is never the now, which is, which is all fear-based. They're living off past experiences, past emotions, past events that have happened in their life or events that don't even have existed in the future, all of which don't exist anymore because they've all past has happened, future hasn't happened. So where are we? We're here right now. But most of us live in fear of things that don't exist anymore. So I teach to see your thoughts. They come to me to, to get clarity of mind. And once you can start to see your thoughts, Instead of that subconscious programming basically coming in and trying to protect you all the time, which is just doing you more harm, instead of that coming in, they can then grab that thought and decide what to do with it themselves and push it out. And that's that's why people come to me. Really yeah, I would say, yeah. So, uh, okay, now uh, in terms of the relationship dynamics, how do the principles of personal development and the mind, uh, mindset mastery extend into the uh, realm of relationships, especially considering your uh, experiences with the divorce, long-distance relationships, and uh, the single parenting? Well, it all sort of delves into the same sort of category, regardless if it's a personal relationship or not. But essentially, if you can see your thoughts, it means that you can stop yourself from reacting. So if you look at a long-distance relationship, for example, we were 14,500 kilometers away. So trust becomes the biggest thing that you could possibly deal with. You know, mm -hmm. what's this person doing there? What's this person doing here? How's it going to be? They're going out. They're going out. You know, your mind, your thoughts that don't exist anywhere else but in your own mind can go crazy and, and make you go crazy. So if you can start to see your thoughts right, and then see your emotions that are building up from those thoughts, hmm. then you can decide where you're going to do, what, what you want to do with them. See, most people just react. Now, if they react to something, it means that they've missed the emotion and missed the thought. And it's easy. As long as you see that you're re you've reacted, then just backtrack. Go, okay, radio. so I'm, I've just reacted. Okay, so what 
was the feeling, what was the emotion that I had that made me react? Okay, so I felt like this. So what was the thought that I had that made me actually feel like this? Okay, this is the thought. Now, where did this thought come from? Did it come from now? Did it come from the future that doesn't exist? Or did it come from the past or a past experience that I've had before that doesn't mean anything now, but I'm dragging it to now? You know, so once you can see your thoughts that way and decide, you know, basically navigate your way through it, then it helps you in your current relationship simply because you can stop yourself from reacting because you see these things coming up. And I always liken it to a storm coming from a distance. You see the storm clouds rolling over the mountains, coming closer and closer, the lightning, and you see the rain in the distance. You know exactly what's about to hit you. And it, as it gets closer, you prepare. You prepare the things around you so as when it hits, you're perfectly safe. You know what to do. You know what's going to happen. Thoughts are exactly the same thing. Once you can start to see your thoughts, you see them coming in and you're like, okay, come on, I know you're coming in. They come in closer, but you're prepared. You're prepared for these thoughts to come in. You're prepared for the emotions that they are going to give you. Therefore, you're prepared to deal with them and put them where you want to put them instead of them leaping through and making you react in a certain way. So that can completely change the dynamic of a relationship in every way, simply by being able to see your thoughts like that. So you just don't react the way that people normally react. Okay, got it. So, uh, I mean, uh, you also men mentioned like manifesting your uh, one true love from across continents. So if you can share that story, like how the principles of mindset played a role in the manif in this manifestation sure i mean it was at the time i had no idea that i was actually doing this and it was it was going through the divorce that i was going through and that probably happened over about six months and during that time it was a heavy heavy time i had a lot of thought processing to go on until i finally got i would say to my lowest and at that point I had to decide whether or not I was going to sink or swim because, again, my whole future thoughts don't exist, right? My whole future, I was thinking, what am I going to do? You know, it, it's all gone. Nothing I will be able to achieve again. What am I going to do about this? I got to that point and I said to myself, well, this can't go on. I have to swim. I, I can't sink down. I have to find a way to create the lifestyle that I was always, that I thought we were going for, but I was always desiring. So I sat down one day and I went, look, I've got to do it. I'm not going to sink down anymore. I've got two young kids. They're going to be coming with me. So I need to be able to stand up and and live and become this man that I that I should be for my two kids at the time they were four and seven so so at that point when i decided to make that change to make that decision to step up that's when everything started to change everything now it was as though now looking back on it i can place together why these things actually occurred because of the actions that i took 
because I made that definite decision under the most incredible low point that I was at, what I did was essentially say to the universe, this is it. Enough is enough. I'm sending this out and nothing will stop me. And that's what I did. So I sent out that, here I go, I'm going to find a way to keep keep going with what I really desired to do. How was I going to do that? No idea. <laughs> no idea at all. At the time, you know, funds were dried up. How could I possibly make it forward from where I was? Then I remembered that I'd come across a, a, a like a, there was an email that came in at one point. It's from a guy called Robert Kiyosaki. I'm not sure if you know of him, but great guy uh, into real estate. I'd read all his books and I knew he was talking about some online business sort of thing. And I thought, right, I know this guy. I trust him. I need to find this email. So I looked everywhere, couldn't find it. Then I looked in the deleted deleted folder and there it was, you know, scrolled right down, found it, pulled it out. And it was to do with e-commerce about an Amazon business. So I researched it a little bit and I thought, right, I've never done e-commerce before. So this looks like it could be good. Let's do it. So I bought into his program, which was about learning about Amazon. But at the same time, it was also, there was an event in Las Vegas. Now, when I did this, it was probably about November, October, November of the year. And there was an event in, event in February of the following year in Las Vegas, but I had to put a $50 deposit down. So I thought about it and I sat back and I'm like, I really want to get to this event. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I've got no money to get me there because I need to focus everything now on moving house, you know, tidying up the whole the whole thing and just just moving on with my life. So, but I knew that this was what I needed to do. So mm -hmm. I basically paid the deposit and went, radio, well, here it is. I'm getting to Las Vegas somehow and I don't know how it's going to be and let it go too. So here I was making all these steps forward and just letting it go, being pot, being not just positive, but having the knowing that this was going to happen no matter what, and I don't need to know how, it just will happen. So that then led another month down the track, you know, sorting out my life still during all of this, working out what was going to actually happen. I got, an, I got a phone call from one of my colleagues now, my background is actually in concert and theatrical lighting design. And this colleague of mine that I work with a lot, uh, she wanted me to go overseas with her to Doha and light the outside of one of the big buildings that they were doing an opening for there in the middle of the desert. So I'd never been away from my kids at that point for, it was a month, a month contract basically for that period of time. So I spoke to a couple of people and everyone sort of agreed, including myself, that, you know, it was probably good for me to just step away and just to have a breather for a while, just to get out and, and reassess everything away from the mess that I felt that I was in at the time. Little did I know that this was a part of the whole plan that was, that was beginning for me, the whole golden path that was laid down in front of me. So... When I decided to do that, the way it sort of works is that the company themselves, they will pay for your flights, obviously, to and from. So they'll pay you from home and then pay you to get back home. So when I looked at the dates, I was going to be in Doha basically all of January. 
And the final date that I was going to be there just happened to be three days before the Las Vegas event. And then it hit me, maybe I could ask them, instead of flying me back to Sydney, Australia, I could get them to fly me all the way to Las Vegas. wonder if they'd do that. So I asked the question, and lo and behold, they said yes. So all of a sudden, I had a free flight from Sydney, Australia to Las Vegas. And the timings on everything could not have been played so perfectly. You know, I finished up the work, got on the plane, had one day in Las Vegas before the event began. It was the most incredible eye-opening thing that that could have ever happened to me at that time. However, let's backtrack a little bit. So I'm in Doha. Now I've got a bit of time to sort of breathe and think about my life and know that, you know, I, I want to be in a relationship. I want to find that person that that I believe that I, I deserve, that I should be with. So what do I need to do to find that person? I'd never been in, you know, done any online stuff or I'd been in a relationship for like 10 to 15 years. So it was all new to me again, which partly was a little bit exciting, but at the same time it was terrifying because I had no idea what to do, no idea at all. So I started working on myself. Then I went, you know what, if I want this person, nobody knows who I want except me. So I'm going to write down exactly the person that I want. I'm going to write them down and and just put it out there. So it took me probably a couple of days to come up with all the things that I wanted in, in a woman. And I got up to like 65 different points. And it might sound really quite simple, but you try to, try writing out 65 things, per, personality traits, the way they look, the way you want them to feel, the way you want them to react to you, the, all the bits and pieces. Write down, I got, I got up to 65 and then I wrote down the things, the attributes that I didn't want in a partner as well. And I wrote about 10 to 15 of those. And then after that, I wrote a letter to my future partner. And I had that piece of paper that had the 65 attributes on it that I wanted. And I looked at that for about a week. Every morning I'd get up, I sat it next to the mirror in the bathroom. I'd go through it, look at it. And then when I finished up in Doha, I folded it up and put it away, never looked at it again. Six months later, I was just online and came across this girl, this picture, and it's like, okay, she's, you know, she's quite cute. And I, I'd never been doing online stuff before, and my whole thing was I'm not about to pay to do anything online because that's just crazy. So I was messaging this girl who said, you know, she was in Sydney, she was uh, from Colombia, and I thought, oh, this is cool, you know, meet up or, or whatever, just have a chat, because I was actually enjoying, I was enjoying meeting really nice people and just talking to, to these amazing women that I was meeting, and she came along, and it got to the point with the chat that I couldn't go the next point, next level with it, unless I, you know, paid money for it. So I paid like $12 or something, you know, and that was hard for me to do because I was so against doing anything like that. But anyway, I paid my $12 and that allowed me basically to be able to write whatever I wanted to write, you know, and send my phone number. So at least then we could contact away from that. And after that, it was then that she 
happened to tell me that, you know, she's back in Colombia. She'd been here, for, been in Australia for three years. And then she was in Colombia. And I'm like, oh, okay, radio. Well, she's like, well, you know, I, I would love to just stay friends and whatever else. So I agreed. And we were just chatting just like friends over the next couple of weeks. But the problem was with that was that, you know, the next couple of weeks turn into a few weeks, turn into a month, turn into a couple of months. And one thing led to the other. And then feelings became a part of it. And, and here we are married today. But six months after... And then by the time I went to meet her physically and I ended up pulling out the list that I had stashed away and I went through this list and every single attribute that I'd written down was in her, every one of them. Now, I mean things that I wrote down, like I want a girl with sort of not really long, but long, wavy, dark hair. I also wrote down that I wanted a probably a girl with some sort of um, background uh, in her, maybe like Latina. I wrote that down. And why did I write that down? I've got no idea why I wrote that down, but I did. And I wrote really specific things like that down. And all of a sudden... <laughs> Here she was right in front of me. It was the most, the, the second most incredible thing that, that was happening to me. And again, all in that same period of time from when I made that decision, right, I'm going to step up, I opened the doors. I paid that money to go to the event. No idea how I was going to get there. I was able to get a free ticket from Sydney to the event. And by the end of the time I was away for the month, I was all cashed up so I could come back to Australia, tidy up my entire affairs and move out with my with my kids and become a complete new person all within that one realm of making that decision. Then everything just opened and flowed the way it should. And then on top of that, making that list that still blows me away to today how it worked. You know, it just worked it was incredible that's really lovely i would say uh great so um thank you thank you christopher for sharing all your insights and for embarking on this transformative journey and in today's episode uh mind matters navigating the personal development and cultivating a powerful mindset i definitely want to thank you for uh everything you did your profound insights inspiring stories and the wisdom gained from a life dedicated to empowerment and the growth. So for the listeners, I hope that you have found valuable key takeaways and that resonated with your personal development and the mindset journey. So if you have enjoyed this episode, do not forget to subscribe, share and leave a review. Your support fills our mission to bring you empowering conversations that contribute to a healthier mind and a more fulfilling life. So stay tuned for uh, more thought-provoking discussions on healthy mind and healthy life. Until next time, take care of your mind, nurture your well-being, and remember that your journey is a story waiting to be unfolded. So thank you for being a part of this empowering community. Thank you so much. Thank you.